All right, welcome, welcome, and welcome to the second episode of the Lockdown Podcast. What is the word, Tim? Pretty good. Now that we got our mics figured out, hopefully it doesn't suck when it comes out. But you know, yeah, I was sounding loud, and he was sounding pretty. We sat uh, here for quiet. ten minutes trying to figure out why our mics weren't working, but that's technology for you, and we don't have bougie tech, you know, in the apartment that I'm in. Yeah, we so, don't got the big bucks for like that big fancy shit like everybody else does. Exactly, we're not. We're just a. We're ab- just broke ass dudes. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Um, so, so, I mean, so last week we kind of, kind of pontificated, you know, where the draft and stuff, where that would go. Um, we are here two weeks, you know, beyond, you know, that, you know, so now we have a, a settled roster, um, following a backlash, but we'll get to backlash in a second. Um, but so the draft, I mean... I already knew where half of those people yeah, were. I mean, know. I yeah, knew I where would, Roman was going. Yeah, I mean, we all, I mean, for the most part, we kind of, even without, you know, the many YouTubers that, you know, that put stuff out, we kind of figured, you know, where things would lie. And obviously they've, you know, the only really things that were surprised as far as the draft was basically the NXT call-ups. Um, I honestly have been saying since even before we started doing this podcast, when we were doing the previous podcast about, you know, Grayson Waller basically deserving main roster push. And here we are, you know, and so now he's got his spot on the main roster, which well deserved. I'm glad to see him on SmackDown. Yeah, I, I actually thought he was going to go to Raw, but SmackDown's a good fit. Well, for him. I, I, well, I mean, that's the thing is that if you're on SmackDown, you're basically, you're basically fighting for the IC or the United States title. Because obviously, the way it seems and the way it, pretty much everybody gathers is that Roman's just going to, you know, show up, you know, twelve Whenever weeks out of the like year, it. and defend it maybe three times, and then they can call him. Oh yeah, he's got all these days, but I mean, no nobody with half a brain cell thinks that he's so dominant when the bloodline faction has basically catered him to every every title defense. So, but you I mean, pre- again, you have we to could... pretty much you have to pretty much thank Triple H for that because Triple yeah. H is freaking freaking pretty much pushing that shit. Yeah, which I think is obnoxious. Like, I mean, here and there would make sense, but like. When it's every single solitary time that he, quote-unquote, defends it, and he doesn't defend it in a clean way, it's always it's always in some, you know, way, shape, or form, you know, offset interference. Even if they're not directly in the ring to do it, they're still getting on the side apron or whatever else it be. Yeah, they're somewhere's ringside. Yeah, it's it's... It's just getting obnoxious, and honestly, like, you know, Roman, he's like the LeBron of, like, current WWE, where, like, yeah, he's good, but, like, there's better. Yeah, we all know he's the GOAT. I mean, you know, like, you know, Roman, I mean, he, I mean, yeah, he's got a good reign thing going, he's got good whatever, but, like, if his victories were more clean cut, we would 
be having a different discussion, much much like LeBron bouncing around teams trying to surround himself. And I get you want to win dubs, but like you you have you have no what's the term? You have no basic like you have no like respect for one program. You're just bouncing around. You don't have any loyalty. That's the word. Um. So, but I mean, okay. So SmackDown Night One. Obviously, Roman went number one. Like he did last time. Yeah, I mean they they're they're pushing Roman Reigns down our throat like LGBTQ. But um, <laughs> but but um, and so then you know obviously go figure. Cody Rhodes going to Raw. I had a I knew he was they were going to keep him on Raw. They need a really top star on Raw. Yeah, I mean I mean that was I, I was actually hoping they would had Seth Rollins as number one for the pick. You know I mean I feel like. <sighs> I know deep down, I know I, Co- I, I know think, Cody Rhodes I think the and draft, Seth don't like each other. I think the draft levels do not reflect the pushes of talent. I I think, you know, it's it's like, hey, you're drafted. You know, like it's kind of like, yeah, those those first draft picks looks cool, but I mean, you have a whole draft class to pick from. Um, um, and then obviously Raw Women's Champion goes to SmackDown, and here we do the old switcheroo handoff titles again. Which was what was it, Becky and It was Becky and Charlotte. Becky and Charlotte, yeah. You know, basically here here's your title, throw it back and forth, you know, and then Becky teased the whole um Becky two belts thing, holding him for just a brief moment. Yeah, I think she held it for like a couple months. Yeah. And then so then obviously kinda weird, but like Becky goes to Raw, which I mean, I don't know, like they haven't been pushing her since the ta- the tag team title thing with Lita and that whole storyline with Trish, I don't really feel like that's a good, you know, first round pick being that, you know, they've kind of drifted her off TV, but you know what? Whatever. The, like I said, the rosters will fall where the rosters fall. Um, round two, um, obviously, you know, Montez wants to stay with Wifey, and so, you know, him and uh, Angela Dawkins go to... yeah go to SmackDown, um, the Raw pick, um, great pick, um, with the IC champion Gunther and then Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci Imperium. I like Imperium. Imperium is like the polar opposite of the bloodline because Imperium is just talented and they're a talented trio, like top to bottom. Oh yeah, they're a they're a beast. You know, but they you know, in like it's not even they're not even it's not even a kayfabe break or anything. The fact that they respect the mat that's actually legitimately, you know, how they view it coming from the UK. So that's not like that's not that's not a shtick. That's not a gimmick. That's that's legitimately their their thoughts. I mean, if you've if you've had the time to listen to, um. Uh, after the bell with Corey Graves and many other hosts he's had, when they talked to Gunther, I mean, he basically, it's it's legitimately how he is. Oh, so there's Gunther, no, Gunther was on there? Yeah, he was on there a while back. I'll have to go back and listen to that yeah. one. And then, you know, again, kind of a weird pick. You know, SmackDown takes Edge, which, I mean, That's the guys... That's pretty much where he retired at. The guys, I mean, the guys got one foot out the door, one foot... You know, like, I don't know, I don't want, but like I said, I'm not going to, like, worry about who gets picked where, but, like, Edge, I'm not really too sold on, because it's not like he's, 
He's not a top star anymore. He's just there. He's there for the nostalgia. He he said he's not there to try to get any titles. He's just there to try but to he, help push but people. He said, but like the thing is, but they picked him so high, like he was gonna do something, and oh, really, he's not going to. He's not. I said and listened to his little uh, interview on uh, Logan Paul's broadcast, yeah. and he just he just said he's just mostly here just to. Now he put in he put in his contract he signed in his contract that he does not want to win any titles but he has no problem going for having a title shot but right he does not want to win any I belts mean, I, no, he I just think, wants to help push people yeah and I think that's the that's the respect aspect of Edge you know and, and the legacy that he has you know he is a Hall of Famer very very much so deserved I feel like. I, I feel like I feel like I feel like Edge held. and Christian they need to get a Hall of Fame induction too. That's just me, you know. For they, one I of honest, they are they? I think I think Christian and Edge both are in the Hall of Fame. Are you sure, me, man? Well, you can me. look that up. I'm gonna drift to the next round here, but um, so SmackDown takes Bobby Lashley, um, Raw takes Drew McIntyre. I don't know a whole lot about why they would. Pick Drew McIntyre when considering his, you know, from the many of YouTube, you know, and theories and, you know, rumors and stuff about him just being done with the WWE. and nope. ex- so he, he hasn't been in the Hall of Fame yet. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, but like, you know, that'd be, that'd be a cool couple years on the road, possibly. But um, they already did. They already did kind of somewhat announce the well they were they were AEW basically said that they were going to re- they were going to let him do a one nighter with Edge but I, did he come out for a hot second during that because I don't think anybody came out with the Brug the no Bru- he, Brug. He, he came out by himself yeah I, I, I mean that might have been a last minute change you know which is Vince is very but well they, but they what the rumors was that they both were there but yeah, which I'm I mean, they changed but, it. Yeah, they might. They probably changed it last second, which was you know what he WWE did have. Is. He did have all. He did have um, both of them on the back of his jacket. Yeah, I seen that. It was pretty cool. I just didn't. I didn't really care for the mask. Yeah, I mean, then again, He's I mean, look, look, Finn Balor look mask. yeah, the yeah, exactly. That's that's what I was literally gonna drift to. Um, and so so okay, so we'll move our way down the list here. SmackDown basically takes the OC. Which is you know, AJ Styles, Meacham, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson. I'm actually, I was actually excited to have Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson come back. And I was happy to see AJ Styles come back. Yeah, I mean, he took a you know hiatus, probably just spend time with the family and whatever else. Cause no, he been... uh, he sprained his ankle. Okay. He was out hurt. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean he, he, you know, he honest, la- honestly, he, he would have, he probably needed some R and R anyways. Yeah, he land, he landed outside the ring, he landed outside the ring pretty hard. Okay. All right, so to end round three, Raw takes The Miz. I mean, The Miz has just been a TV show personality at this point. He really hasn't actually done he, any he, real he's matches. A, he's a good wrestler. He is. But you know you know what, though? But give respect to The Miz. You know, he is a two-time Grand Slam champion, like it or lump it. You know, that's something even Roman Reigns doesn't have. So, nope. you know... It's sad to say, you know, but that's that's you know that's the level of you know athletes that you yeah, have. He's, fir- he's actually the first. Yeah, first two time, count it first time. You don't have to like the Miz, you know what? But respect it, man, because you know what? He shows up, even if he's in goofy, you know, outfits and 
tiny balls and everything, but like, <laughs> you know, but like, you know, but he, but he does his job to the fullest. Okay. If you hate him or you love him, he is doing his job and that's, that's what wrestlers do. I you have don't, mad I mean, respect I, for I, him. I, you know, I, I hate, I hate Dominic Mysterio, but you know what? He, <laughs> he has people hating him. Oh, every time he like, picks up I'm that mic, that audience I'm, is like. I'm surprised no one's throwing beer at this kid, okay? Like, but, uh, um, you know, again, we could rabbit hole to that one too, but, um, we're just trying to, trying to get through these picks. But, uh, so SmackDown takes damage control, which, you know, down the list, it'll make more sense. To be honest with you, I had a feeling they're going to go to SmackDown because that's where Bianca is and they've been having issues with her. Yeah. I think they want to keep that storyline going. Yeah, and then Raw picks up Shinsuke Nakamura. Any 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 roster, you know, I feel like that's a that's a. He's on there with Rick Boogs. Yeah, I I mean Boogs Boogs is great. Boogs is a great guy. He can come out playing the guitar again for him. I wish he would. That'd be so. I mean that, that was that was the, that was the best. That was entrance. so cool. I mean that's all that's the only thing he knew on guitar, but like because he played guitar in a late you know a later you know back in the day. So basically, he just knew that stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean, so okay, so and then here we have two NXT call-ups, which you know the women's division needs actual tag teams, and I feel like the two that got brought up from NXT are you know they're so, they're solidified teams. They're not just these thrown together blah blah blah. So you have you had the actual you have the current NXT women's tag team champions. Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. I love, I love you know, honestly, team. like, you know, the, there needs to be more tag division on the main roster. Now Agreed. this, now this one surprised me more than any other pick, honestly, throughout the whole thing was Indy Hartwell coming to Raw, which throws me for a loop because she, I mean, she's been a jobber, you know, and she's been, you know, I mean, she's been doing whatever she's asked to do. And then all of a sudden she gets the title and all of a sudden like poof she's up to up to the thing like when yeah she had the title since like she won it at spring like break and it was like maybe like like not even a month you know but whatever I digress she she you know what she made it okay like you know she's like that hundred ninety ninth pick in Tom Brady okay so like <laughs> she's down there. Like you know what though, kudos. Okay, kudos to Andy Hartwell for, for finally you know essentially reaching the dream. Um, and no, so she's up there with her, uh, her best friends and uh, Dexter, Dex. I think that it's yeah, it's Dexter Loomis. Yeah. So and then so then basically okay so then after after you know everyone off the air if if anybody watched Talking Smack which I did on a very rare occasion yeah I um, really watched so it. so you have the Viking Raiders stayed you know with Ron um, Dexter Loomis Candice LeRae Monsea Monsoor and Maxine Dupree blah blah blah. I only come to see Maxine, but um, Zoe Stark gets called up from NXT. JD McDonough gets called up. Apollo Cruz is kind of coming back, and um, he's still ain't gonna so, get much action. And then with Natalia, Sonya Deville, and Chelsea Green. Honestly, I like JD McDonough. If you haven't seen him, you're gonna see him. Okay, like he's the Irish ace. They don't like he. He's a he's a manipulator of 
appendages, we'll call it. Oh yeah, I've watched him in NXT. So He's I good. am I am super amped. Zoe Stark definitely deserved it. She deserved her call up, hundred percent. You know, Jamie. You know, so like honestly, okay. I so can then, say she's gonna put that uh, women's roster on point. I, I think she will because honestly, like she's she's essentially you know a baby shark in the pond. Okay, like. But like honestly, she's got energy. She's got talent. She's got charisma. I I'm excited. I'm excited for just for anybody from NXT getting called up. Honestly, because it's, it's you know, it's been a long time coming. So then SmackDown, you know, you just wasted picks on this one. But like Hit Top Row, dollar. I mean Hit Row came back for like all of hot a hot second when when Triple H did all those call ups after he took over whatever. Um, not too, not too keen on them. Lacey I, Evans, she's, she came out the box hot and now she's just kind of, eh. Um, I didn't, I, I'm top dollar that me personally, I don't know why they came back. They, they're not that great. I'm sorry to say if there's any, uh, listeners out there that like them, I'm sorry. They suck. Yeah. Um, I sleep and so, for so you have your free agents. Of Omos, Mustafa Ali, Dolph Ziggler, Von Wagner again NXT. I'm kind of that's my that's my dark horse pick is Von Wagner, which if you haven't seen him again, like he's he's a big dude, he's athletic, he's powerful, he's got a hell of a he's got a hell of an attitude, which that's not a bad thing. Nope. So, you know, I, I kind of want to see where he falls. I'm, I'm, like I said, honestly, like, if you don't watch NXT, you don't know what we're talking about, and you don't know all the come-ups. And I feel like if you're, if you're honestly a fan, 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 you need to watch all the brand, brand, brands, okay? Because you have to know and understand who these people are coming up. They're not just, they're not just some, you know, some jobber that comes in from a local place and gets his butt kicked by Omos. That's the one thing that drove me nuts about Omos, right? Talk about how big he is and all. He, I mean, he's play, he's literally coming in against these guys and like probably about a hundred and eighty pounds, probably five foot ten, just skinny as a rail, and like talking about your dominance. If you're so damn dominant, then then take on the roster. But like, and I get it, he's only doing what he's told to do. But like, yeah, I, I was I, gonna say the only. I think the only person he had. A good matches with his Lesnar and um, Bobby yeah, but even Lashley. the even the Lesnar one was like, just it was just like a Goldberg Undertaker scenario. Yeah, they hurried that up because uh, Lesnar did kind of get hurt in that match. I don't know what happened, but they said that he got hurt and yeah. they hurried it up. Yeah, I mean, and, and that happens. I mean, that was the same thing with like the the Roman thing at WrestleMania last year. Yep. And poor Rick Boogs, but uh, yeah, that was bad. He's back in action. I picked him up in an Uber. Yup, I did. You didn't. He came to my city, Grand Rapids, Michigan, and I gave him an Uber. Cause you know what? Highlight of the year. Okay. And honestly, Rick Boogs is exactly what you see on TV. Is exactly how he is in life, man. Fanny pack wearing. Basic ass like jeans and a freaking tight ass jeans. Yeah, I mean he, but like, but he's he's so down to earth. He's so chill, and you know it was honestly a fun ride. Like we were just you know 
exchanging like surgery stories and i was like yeah man you know i was there last year when you you know did that he's like yeah dude that freaking sucked it freaking hurt like he was you know yeah i watched his uh when they're wheeling him out in the back man that dude was just cussing up a storm (laughs) how badly he was in pain oh yeah so okay so then we got night two of the draft on monday night raw um no surprise Rhea goes number one just you know, and that and the thing is, is that's just kind of the obvious pick, just because we know full well if one went to one, one goes to the other. That's just kind of how it works. Yep. So you know, here we're gonna go. You know, probably tomorrow. It's probably gonna be a little, you know, basically. Here's Swap your title. Here's your title. Hey, look, I, I'm the Raw and the I run the Raw and the SmackDown with actually competing. But uh, I don't even know how that even works when you list them as like as. You know, they were a one-time Raw champion and a one-time SmackDown. Does that really factor in because you just exchange titles? I don't but, know. <laughs> but, and then, you know, my guy just bought his merch. Austin Mr. Austin Theory, Theory going, to SmackDown, going to SmackDown. I knew he was going to SmackDown because of how the Intercontinental's on Raw. Yeah, so they, they basically flopped on that, which, yeah, I, I, I'm a, I'm a cheer of Austin Theory as... Like, as I've dove into being, like, more and more and more of a fan, fan of wrestling and, like, WWE specifically, I I like the guy. I like... I like his new, his new self now. His I, old yeah, self I mean, I think, came, I he, think... His old self when he debuted was kind yeah, of fucking Yeah, I mean, I mean the, the being, you know what, though, like... But he, he showed he could do that. You know, he could be that obnoxious. I mean, now he's just obnoxious without a cell phone. In the obnoxious, in the obnoxious silver and baby blue freaking gear, <laughs> so chalk, chalk this one up to like good creative. So, but uh, yeah, it's 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 happening, and I, I'm I'm excited that you know there's just more younger talent, you know, making a name for themselves in general, and just wrestling in general. Um, so now we have. Again, bought his merch too. Seth freaking Rollins goes to Raw, obviously to pursue the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, being that Roman Yawn Reigns is just going to sit on SmackDown and show up five times out of the year. Pretty much. Uh, Charlotte goes to SmackDown. Big whoop. Brock Brock Lesnar is basically a free agent. You know, according to Triple H, which that's just part of his contract, aka part timer four times of the year. You know, I wish he was on TV more like he is now, but if they're going to put him in a free agent, he's probably just going to kind of fizzle out a little bit. Yeah, I think he's going to kind of, I think they're going to have him go pretty much rust on both brands. Yeah, because he can't, I mean, he can't go after, he can't go after Roman, and Roman's clearly going to hold a title probably till next WrestleMania. According to plenty of insiders. Oh, yeah. You know, but, you know, it's whatever, dude. Like, you're... I'm kind of hopefully it changes at SummerSlam. I, yeah. I mean, we're going to go to SummerSlam. I hope something freaking happens, but, yeah. Yeah, he, he better lose it at SummerSlam. That would be the hope. I know. I know I'm definitely saving up some money for SummerSlam because I might get that new belt. Oh, man. I'm a, I'm a, I might get it. Yeah. I, I don't know yet. <laughs> I mean, I still have the Universal, so that's all I got. 
That's all I got to hang on is the old Universal that I spent way too much money on. But you know what? I bought it for cheaper back like a year ago, and it's like literally an extra like hundred fifty dollars now. Yeah, it's like when we went to WrestleMania, it was like four hundred to five hundred. It was like four hundred dollars. I paid two fifty for that sucker. You know, thank you for coming to a, and it was just a live show that I bought it at. It wasn't even like a Raw or SmackDown. It was just like a Sunday live show. No, oh, I, I I thought you bought that at SmackDown. No, I bought it. Oh, was that that? I bought show? it at the live show I took my son to. Because I spent a bunch of money. So I actually he has the um, I got him the he has the World Heavyweight. He has the Universal Title necklace, and then he has the Cody Rhodes necklace now. Um. All right, so round two, um, go figure, undisputed tag champs, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens go to Raw, go figure, so that means that would, you know, they need to split up the tag titles, Rather, you know, that's that's been talked about a ton. They definitely do. Um, you need, you know, you need to have things getting done on each brand, not just one, you know, that's why they made, you know, the heavyweight championship, you know, for Raw. Which, I mean, honestly, was pretty, oh my goodness, really? You know, so it was it was, was one of those moments where I was kind of like, eh, okay, cool. So you're just going to leave all the crap on Roman and then go basically, even, even though it's another heavyweight title, it's kind of like a secondary title. Pretty but, much. It's the way everybody's going to look at it as. Yeah, and so, and then, you know, the Usos go the other side back to... You know, Smackdown. back to being Roman's bitches. So, I'm kudos hoping, to you. High I'm five to the Usos. You've the been Usos you've been kissing Roman. Roman's reigns ass since day one. Cool. Um, Raw. Here goes the Judgment Day. And what's weird is they actually don't. When they say the Judgment Day, they actually honestly kind of count out like Rhea is separate because obviously she's a champ and none of them are. Um, so Finn Balor, Damian Priest, Dominic Mysterio, Judgment Day. Go to Raw, and then you know, and this this was actually kind of interesting when they basically took Ray and put you know they swapped you know they put him on the other brand again. So, but now it's the LWO with Ray Mysterio, Santos Escobar, Cruz del Toro, Walking Wild, and Zelina. Goddamn, she's hot, Vega. I need to get I need to get their shirt. I I yeah I I just I just want the shirt. It is kind of cool looking, like the the Puerto Rican one. I like the Porter. Yeah, that's. The I mean, one or I want. both. I don't, of them, I don't, I'm not really caring for the, the old like, original one. I, yeah, I feel. I feel like. I feel like the the new the new one is kind of a different rendering of it. It is. To be just a little less. Insulting I like. I still to the like original. how they use uh, Eddie's. Uh, I don't of like his theme. I don't like that. I I feel like you need to, leave his legacy alone. And you just you know because they're they're you know and they talk about it all the time. It's like, dude, let the guy's dead. Like, you're just you're just living off his his legacy. Let his legacy be what it was and just stop incorporating his name on every episode. You know, they literally put they literally have the you know, the OG LWO music with, you know, Eddie Guerrero and I feel man, you know, I guess until until what's or not Vicky Guerrero is offended by it, I guess we'll just let her ride. You know, but... uh, Chavo is. He's not happy about it. He pretty much Chavo, wants him to. Chavo was mad because he was always second to 
Eddie. I mean, like, uh, he pretty much was. He's a salty little Latino, <laughs> but uh, he's more like Latina chill. But uh, so then you go round three, you know, which honestly it was kind of weird that like when they push these picks so far down, even though like I'm saying that like a lot of the picks levels don't matter, but it kind of just downplays like who's going. So like round three, you take the women's tag team champions to Raw. And then this is what I was saying I was going to roll back to is that the, so the women's tag team champions will be on Raw. And they say exclusively, but I don't, you know, but then when they took the NXT champions and they put them on SmackDown, which leads me to believe, to pontificate, in big words, you know, that they're going to have a, you know, Raw and SmackDown women's championships. That would make sense for the tag belts. You know, diversify everything a little bit. Uh, SmackDown. SmackDown goes and takes Asuka. And this is... This I knew is, she was going there. Yeah. And then you have the sleeper of all sleepers, like... Used to be the hot bee's knees. Now they are kind of like the the new-ish older day. And Xavier Woods and Kofi still miss Big E. Still miss Big E. I don't know if he's ever coming back. I don't think he's. He said he's probably not. He's. He might have to retire. You know, hey, thanks. And then the next pick is also the freaking Blowing Brutes. Hey, thanks, Rich Holland, for screwing up Big E's career, you big lump. Because that's actually who, that's who botched the move. Oh, I know. Friggin' Rich Holland. Yeah, I know he. Feel, I know he really feels bad for it. Ah, uh, well, you know he should. I mean, you know that, but like that's that's the, that's the cost of doing business. I mean, you know, you you can you can be mad, but you know what? It happens. That that that's wrestling. That's the risk you done. You risk you take when you you know you're in the sport. Um, round four. Don't really care, but Trish Stratus. Well, you know, it sucks that keeps Sheamus on have him on SmackDown, where now he can't ever go for the Intercontinental title. Yeah, they. They're that's just the one he needs, over. man. But the thing is, is Baguther is such a badass. I just want him to keep it forever. But uh, so then you have SmackDown carrying Cross and Scarlet. You know, and again moving down. I mean, this is how much. This is where Ronda Rousey has become, and now she's literally the bottom of you know practically the bottom of of night two so i don't i th- I think she's losing that luster of hey i'm here you know her and Shayna baszler Shayna baszler is old as sin okay like she's in her like late 40s i think so and now smackdown takes la night my bad fellas i knocked my pop can pop bottle over. um so i i again i'm excited for la night i mean you know, very he's very um he's very stone cold like. You know, in the he's sense of the, the you know, like he's he's he has charisma, he has that that yeah. Like you know what, it's it's obnoxious, but so was what? People still do that. What? You know? So I, I again, you know, I mean he's you know, obviously he's still fairly new to the main roster, but you know, Exciting things to come with all these push-ups. Okay, so Raw, Braun Strowman, Ricochet. Kind of sleeper picks at this point. Um, Shotzi goes to SmackDown. Again, these are honestly, in my mind, these are kind of sleeper picks if you're this far down. Um, if, if you were already on Raw and SmackDown, I feel like if you're at the bottom of this, you're just kind of eh. But, um, so Shotzi goes to SmackDown. Bronson Reed goes to Raw. 
Now, SmackDown, see, this is like the, these are like Elton Prince and Kit Williams, pretty deadly, are pretty much the new day the of the new day. So, I, you know what? You, you, they're, they're goofy, but they're talented, okay? And again, if you haven't watched NXT, you don't know what you're looking at when they come up. And I feel like, again, you need to watch all the brands to have it make sense and have it to come full circle. Um, round six, Otis and Chad Gable, Alpha Academy, Rick Boogs coming oh. in better late than never. Oh, he went to SmackDown. To SmackDown. Damn. Now, okay, so here's my you know my NXT picks here. Katana Chance and Caden Cutter. Again, another women's tag team that's solidified and talented. Now, my boy, Cameron Grimes, is going to SmackDown. He's going to tear up SmackDown. Yeah, I, dude, I, I love his enthusiasm. Because you know what? Honestly, the rosters are getting kind of kind of average. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, honestly, even Roman Reigns is, like, maybe, like, 6'5", maybe. Something in that realm. You know, and honestly. Yeah, so, I mean, you're honestly, you're starting to. You're, instead of that glass ceiling of like six foot ten, seven foot like you know Omos or whatever, you know a lot of these guys are you know six foot, you know six five max. You know Cameron Graham is I think probably about five ten, five eleven somewhere in that realm. You know so, but like it, it's becoming a more of a technical game than a strength game, which is why Omos is kind of a he's he's this big guy. People talk, people are trying to compare yeah, him. Roman's six three. Yeah. So these people are kind of compare the Big Show and the Great Kali and all to to Omos, and I'm like, uh, no, Omos is like a, a mid card blah. Pretty much. You know, Big Show was Big was, Show was a, a lot big better. dude at the time. You know, you know, Great Kali. Yeah, you could you guy you could compare those two because Great Kali was, you know, he was there as just a big dude that didn't speak English really, and you know, he was there because he was size much like Omos. Um, so again, so again, if you didn't watch after, so Raw Talk, basically Raw basically fills out the roster of Akira Tozawa, Angel, and Humberto, Dana Brooke, Emma, Indusher, which I'm actually kind of surprised actually, because that's, that's a great little three piece if you don't know who those are. Um, Johnny Gargano, Nikki Cross, Odyssey Jones. Which you don't know because he's an NXT big dude. Mm-hmm. Think of think of Bronson Reed, but the black version. Okay. Yeah, he's a big dude. You know, but again, they're versatile. You you you, you know, it's going back to the day like of, of Bam Bam Bigelow, where you think this big guy can't move around, but he can. He reminds me of um. Oh, what's his name? Uh, Mark Henry. No. Big Daddy V. Viscera. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're talking about. Yeah, I, I could. I could. He moves I, I, just as his. I speed. could draw that comparison. Um, and then SmackDown, my man. See, this is why I talked off get about my boy Grayson Waller. Now, Tamina's kind of whatever, dude. She's there because of her father, and she's really done nothing in the company but, but be a jobber and go on live shows. But um, pretty much Grayson Waller. You guys on the main roster on SmackDown specifically now. Y'all better watch out. You know what, man? Grayson Waller is an attraction. 
He is athletic. He is great on the mic. He makes you hate him, and that's the job. But you know what? The dude is a great technician in the ring. You know, so again, I, I'm I'm super excited. You know, for all the NXT call up is honestly, this is probably the biggest NXT call up that they've had in since the draft even become a thing. So and then yeah, obviously say, yeah, he's a big dude. So your your free agents, Baron Corbin, Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander, Elias and Zion Quinn don't care about any of those. Barry Cohen probably going to get released. Uh, I feel like he will. I, I, I don't think, honestly, and these free agents, Baron Corbin, Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander, Elias, Zion Quinn, and then you have Omas, Mustafa Ali, Dolph Ziggler, and Von Wagner. I would say three quarters of them are gone. Dolph Ziggler, I don't see they'll ever get rid of him. I, I, I think they're They just gone. need to push him a little bit. He's a good talent. Yeah. So he's good, he's good on the mic and he's good in the ring. Who? Dolph Ziggler. I mean, no, dude. Dolph is. Dolph is a guy who's going to bring up new talent, and speak wisdom into them because yes, he's a, he's the hey, you know, he's a show off, he's whatever in front of the camera, but like behind the scenes, he he's preparing the next talent more than most. Yep. You know, same thing with like the Miz. You you see him on TV and you see he's whatever, but honestly, like. He's trying to help along the new talent. You know, he did it for, what's his face, uh, NXT, what was his name? I mean, oh. see, this is, this is when how he, you, when he was, when he was a uh, manager for, he, uh, when he, yeah, cause when he was beside, well, the Miz, the Miz brought up the, um, was, Champa, he, brought up Champa. And then he also brought up another one, but I can't. Champa, I think he's out because he's hurt. Yeah, again. Champa's out because he's hurt. But I'm saying, like, but what I'm saying in general though is that the Miz, he the Miz understands the company. Them. He's very good at what he does. Again, you don't have to like him, you don't have to respect him, but like honestly, like the dude is a trailblazer, you know, of Mike skills and stuff like that. Um, so we will roll through here, and so now we're gonna kind of fast forward. To backlash, which I would give backlash an overall like B minus, and that's just me. I'm gonna give it a C. So yeah, so we're not far off. No, um, it, it 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 wasn't. It just it, wasn't. It, it didn't better. have, you know, the matches were kind of. <sighs> don't don't give me the don't get me wrong. The crowd was hyped. Crowd was probably the best part of the show. Yeah, they, but that was the thing. Yeah, but the crowd, the crowd was happy because they're like, "Hey, you know, we have Bad Bunny wrestling. Hey, we have Zelina Vega wrestling. Like they were hyped because they don't. We don't. WWE doesn't go there. And yeah. and from what you showed me earlier today about the fact that like they want, you know, WWE wants their paper before they come back next. And I find that's honestly insulting to the product. Oh, that that's like a slap to for, freaking Puerto Rico. It's like, oh, really? We need to cough off this much money or whatever to have you come back? Yeah. I, Screw I, that. I, I don't like that one bit. I that's feel like not... that is kind of conniving and shysty considering you have a lot of, you know, you have a lot of Latino, Mexican, whatever, you know, wrestlers. That and, would love to wrestle in their Yeah, would wrestle country. in their home time. And that's why Zelina pushed. Zelina she... wasn't winning that title. There was there was a zero percent chance of her winning that title. She, she put on a great match. She was crying that when they were announcing her when she had the Puerto Rico flag uh, stretched oh, yeah, out no, like she, that, that. She was crying. That was that was that was completely her. That wasn't that wasn't like, 
a planned spot. Like, I mean, when you when you get to wrestle for your first time, and she's been with WWE for probably 10 years, and she's never gotten to wrestle in front of her own crowd. Yeah. Like and she was happy. You know, that that's 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 a moment that you can't you can't write you can't write a script for. The only thing I wasn't too happy with, I know her family was there. Mm-hmm. I'm just shocking her husband wasn't there. Yeah. I know he I know he works I mean, for he, AEW, yeah. but I mean still. I, I I just think that they you know, it would be a conflict to a certain extent. But Probably. I mean he could have bought a ticket like everybody else though he wanted to. Um, so I was just reading here. So it says the first major Puerto Rican show in 18 years. Yeah. 18 years. That's ridiculous. It's because the WWE wants money to be in these places. Well, but that's the thing is, but like, but like, you know what? The, they they go to every other state. They go all over the world. But why can't you go? And technically, they're in the United States. You know, the Puerto Rico's technically it's a whatever of United States. Yeah. So why would you? Why would you? Brand them differently than any other other city, you know, and and you know, so that just kind of rubs me the wrong way. Like, and I, I, yeah, when I saw that and I had to send it to you, I was like, this is, that's I, just yeah, that BS. that would that genuinely kind of makes me that grinds my gears. You know, and it's you know, and I get it, you know, but you guys are so freaking money hungry that you that you, the asses in seats, and then people that buy the merch. You know, you, we are the ones that essentially, you know, are paying out things, you know. Like, we are all kind of part investors in WWE. You know, if you're going to the, you know, the premium live events or you're going to regular live events or Raw or SmackDown, NXT, whatever, we all contribute. And the least you could do is, you know, go, you know, because it's like you you go everywhere else, but why are you trying to basically... Puerto Rico, let's. We got. I need money from you guys. You got to pay me a bunch of paper for me to come there. Like that's ridiculous. It I think is. it's ridiculous. Do you see how they used that uh, freaking drone? That drone that flew around. Oh in yeah, there? that thing was obnoxious. It was stupid. I, I hated how they flew it into the building. In I'm like, I mean, okay, that that thing it was kind of cool, but like, but the fact that they're using it in like live feeding that was just stupid. Oh, I know. That it was, was dumb. It was getting dumb. Um. So we'll we'll dive into the matches um, in really no specific order because honestly, in my brain, I can't figure out which matches were which. But uh, I know the Bianca one was the number one match. Was it? oh yeah, Bianca was first. So maybe this actually is in order. But uh, so Raw Women's Championship: Bianca Belair versus Io Sky. You know, I don't like damage control, but I do like Io Sky. She's the only one pretty much out of the group. I you know, like. I was so hoping her to I, win. I just feel like it's it's due time really to pass her. the torch, you know, but they they do a good job of, you know, like Bianca Belair is basically becoming a Roman Reigns. Like, we're just going to protect her in every match. You're going to keep the title for as long as you want. You've already, you're already at a year. You're already at like 400, 500 days. A lot of people think it's just they're keeping it on her because of, her her race her color probably in this day and age pretty much but then again you got an asian is that asian hate or japanese hate <laughs> you know like you could run the possibilities of all of it and like yeah roman samoan but like no one's the one's biased against samoan <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like a quarter of the wwe talent like over the course of like 50 years 
Pretty um, much. But, so, obviously, Bianca wins. I mean, according to CBS Sports, they write it an A+. I, I wouldn't disagree. I, I don't I mean, either. it was a good match. You know, very, very little offside interference. They were there, but they weren't really interrupting the match too they, much. They pretty much showed up towards, like, when the match was almost yeah. done. Yeah, and, you know, but, like... They pretty you know, much kept I feel it I feel like honestly that might be a crack in the armor of damage control in the sense of Io Sky did not need them. No, she did not. She handled so, that match perfectly. So when with you all. when she basically, you know, did her, you know, her finisher to basically belly flop because Bailey interrupted. Pretty much. I think Io Sky could have won that. You know, without when, damage control when, and would have won it, and we would have a different scenario. Yeah, but you we know don't. When uh, Bailey uh, interfered, you knew. Yeah, I, I yeah, honestly, uh, I think Bailey screwed EO Sky, and I feel like that might be a crack in the armor of, um, you know, of damage control. But you know, this is purely speculation. This is purely hypothetical. This is purely we don't have. All the insiders. We don't got Dave Meltzer on speed dial. <laughs> you know, but like... We don't got people working in the company that's passing us stuff on. Exactly. We don't have the sign guys. We we, we go off on what we see in... And this is... Yeah, and it's this is just purely us just just talking about it as, as fans. So you know, because that's what... That's what we're, we're all... We're all here in this. We're the we're the seats next to you, man. So we're thinking the exact same thing you're thinking, or if we're not thinking the same thing, we, we might all... be on the same page, might not be. Exactly, and you know, but that's but that's the fans' perspective, though. You know, so this is all purely hypothetical, and from watching wrestling as long as we have, this is just our you know, you know, our ideas and thoughts. Um, so do not take it for fact, or you know, whatever. But anyway. Yeah, just don't take what we say to heart. Um, so next match, Seth Rollins and Omos. You oh know God. that match. I, they is the case says CBS give them a B plus. Honestly, that was intense. It was. Like Seth I like, Rollins. I like his, to, his curb stomp off dude, the road. He the tried rainbow. to curb stomp the first time and Omos just stiff necked it, dude. He's like, Nope. Nope, not this time. Like honestly, I liked that match. Maybe I'm biased because I like Seth freaking Rollins because we have the same first name. But like <laughs> Seth freaking me. But uh, like, no, I mean honestly, like I've you know even when Seth Rollins was in like you know when he did the Shield thing and then he was in the you know the whole stable with Stephanie and Triple H oh, and all the that authority. You know, the authority and whatever else you know whatever dude the dude is athletic he's charismatic. He can make you love him. He can make you hate him. But he can make you sing to his theme song. Oh, pretty much. Oh, yeah. So like you know, but honestly, anything Seth does is gold at this point. I mean, WD. He's a future Hall of Famer. Oh, hundred percent. And honestly, I feel like that. You know, you know, the title's going on his 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 around his waist. I, I'm. It's not going to Cody Rhodes as much as we all kind of liked that you know that thought process in the beginning, but Seth Rollins is such a draw right now. Seth Rollins is a bigger draw than Roman Reigns. Oh yeah. One because Seth Rollins is there every week. Two, like he has crowd participation, he has crowd response. 
He even had fans liking him when he was a heel. Oh, yeah. They were still singing his theme song when he, no matter if he was, oh, a, yeah, no, when, it, he, it, when he was a heel. Yeah, no, it, it's one of my ringtones on my phone. But uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I believe it. Dedication to the Seth Rollins freaking Seth freaking Rollins fan club, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, so obviously Seth won that with some definite like <laughs> it was a it was it was a pretty like it it wasn't a super athletic match, but it was just like technical skills versus big seven foot brick but anywho so now we go to the u.s title match honestly i don't knock like when when a when a wrestler in a triple threat match takes advantage of it you don't have to like it but you know what it's a good spot man because honestly it wasn't a very like long match though they gave it a b you know the you know, CBS Sports gave it a B, which honestly I probably I wouldn't disagree with that either, honestly. But like, Maybe it was either. just it was it was like a small alliance for a hot second, and then then it wasn't, and then it's like, you know, there was just way too much. There was it was very fast paced, you know. All in all, you know, Bobby, you know, Spears, Bronson Reed, Austin Theory. He threw Bobby Lashley out way too easily, though. You Pretty know, much. like he threw him out like he was like like a like his jacket or something. Like, I thought that spot was a little bit much because honestly, like I want the Almighty Championship back, you know. But honestly, you know, Austin Theory, you know, he's it right now. He's the now. He's not the down the road. He's not the pa- he's not the past. He's the present. You don't have to like it. But what he's doing and the work he's doing is fan freaking tastic. Um, so we go down to SmackDown Women's Championship, Rhea Ripley and Zelina Vega. This had nothing to do with the belt changing hands. Obviously, this was about, you know, giving Zelina Vega or honestly, you know, the fact that Puerto Rican Puerto Rico has been basically pushed out of, you know, pay per views and live shows and stuff like that for so long. You know, so I mean, it was a very emotional match. Like it was a good match. You know, I liked it. obviously we knew that it wasn't going to change hands, but like, what a story if it did, though. I was kind of my fingers crossed. I was pretty much hoping it would. I mean, I, I she, mean, yeah. She, I mean, I knew it wouldn't because they, you know, because Rhea is is the draw, especially the fact that Triple H is legitimately like on her freaking ass. But you know, whatever. She she's she's she doesn't need the Judgment Day though. That's no. the kicker of it all. She the Judgment needs Day this. needs the Eradicator. The Eradicator doesn't need the Judgment Day. She no. you know she just needs to punch Dominic in the mouth, walk out the ring, do her own thing, and and cement herself. Screw that, dude. The Judgment Day needs her. How many matches does she get involved in? How like you know what I'm saying? How many times does she push you know pushing the boundaries of men and women fighting like? I just want an RKO out of nowhere to Rhea Ripley. That's my hope. That's my dream. That's what I'm going to rest my head thinking about tonight <laughs> is the same scenario when Nia Jax got RKO'd out of nowhere. I want to see... And a 619. You know, I want to see literally the same scenario in my brain. I'm going to replace Nia Jax with Rhea Ripley, and she's going to get RKO'd out of nowhere. Then he's going to throw over the top rope and go about the Viper's business. That's just mine. 
I can't wait for him to come back. I oh my gosh, dude, I'm wearing. I, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm wearing I'm a shirt be, right now. I'm gonna hope when we go to SummerSlam and he's yeah. one of the people that specially debuts back. Oh my gosh, I would lose my freaking marbles. Because honestly, I'm more excited about him to come back than honest. Like I don't know, Cody Rhodes was cool out the gate, and now it's just kind of like. We knew we knew it. He was gonna be there. Well, yeah. I mean, we sat there like with everybody else at WrestleMania last year, and be like, "Oh, oh, yep. it's Bray Wyatt. No, it's John Cena. No, like, no, it's it's fucking Cody. You know, like, I mean, we all knew it was gonna happen. I mean, it was cool that it happened. And the hype was at like a like a hundred and fifty percent hype, and then now he's kind of plateaued to about a seventy-five, and he's just coasting on finishing the story and like. You know, and cool, he's reinvented himself. But like, if they weren't gonna put the title around him at WrestleMania, then there's really then, then there's nothing left for him to really do. No. You know, you you killed whatever m- momentum he had. Now he just he's just a guy who dresses nice, talks nice, has slick back hair, a bomb ass tattoo on his neck, and basically does an RKO and off the road. Sweet ass entrance music. You know. I mean, you know, and, and 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 it sucks because like that was the hype from any, you know, most of the wrestling fans was like, "Hey, he's gonna come back to win the title." Didn't happen, and it sucks. It really does suck. Okay, like, you know, and they brought back this other title, but he he's not on Seth Rollins' level. Okay, yeah, he beat him at Hell in a Cell, but I feel like if that t- like the title, you know, in my mind, in my pontificating wrestling mind. It's going to be Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes for the World Heavyweight Championship at Night of Champions. That's my prediction. So, because that's the only two that make sense right now. You have you have two of the biggest guys. Here's a match. Make it happen, right? God, your phone, Tim. All right, I'm just kidding. But, um, so, you know, that's just my, my thought process. Um... Next match was the San Juan Street Fight, which I don't know how anybody rated this an A. This was probably the worst match of the night, in my mind. I give it a C. You know, yeah, as in, I don't care to see it. <laughs> but honestly, Damian Priest was going so light on him, it wasn't even funny. He he did, he never went as hard as he did when he threw him on the table that one night, okay? Like, he was like literally... It was literally like he pretty much when he chokes Landon for that table, he still hold him. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but like you know, this match just was not. I wasn't entertained. I, it was. It was. He's another person. In it was very Day lackluster. And then they they had the audacity. As much as I hate Logan Paul, Dame, ba, uh, Bad Bunny is not on Logan Paul's level as far as wrestling skills. No. Holy crap. They made the comparison. Like, he's the best celeb lover to, like... You know, I'm like, no, he's not. I don't like Logan Paul, but he's a lot better wrestler than that. Logan Paul like, puts it... Dude, Logan Paul bad, puts but, it like, in... His spots were pathetic. Damien Priest was, like, basically letting him do all what he was doing. Pretty much. You know, there was no... There was nothing, like, exciting about that fight. No. It... It was it was very lackluster, very boring, very uneventful. Yes, they go through the table, they hit up the chairs, kendo sinks, blah blah. But I just I wasn't entertained. Okay, no, no, I didn't sit and watch that match. Most of it, I, I was. I mean, up and, like, I I. Me food. I mean, I did, but I didn't because I kind of 
probably went and got made dinner or something. I don't know. But, like, I just wasn't entertained. It, you know, you know what's stupid is that they label, they give these creative names to these matches that are all the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. They're all a no disqualification match. Every one of them the same. The only, the only, the only match that that would be considered different than the other one is like the Falls Count Anywhere. Other than that, every street fight, TLC match, hardcore match, whatever you want to call it, slobber knocker, freaking Donnie Brook match, whatever, they're all the same. You just give them different names. Pretty they're not, much. They're not even creative after a while. Like, well, you have the San Juan street fight. Why? Because you're in San Juan? Pretty much. That's the way you I want to call it, it. You don't want to call it Battle of the Mexicans? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you just put the name of the place you're in. Woo, it's the San Juan Street Fight. Okay, cool. Like, I just, the, the, the fact it's that the all these matches the are the Mexicans. same things. <laughs> the the Puerto Mexicans. Ricans. Right? I mean, Puerto Rican Madness Street Fight. You know, like. Oh, anyways. But, um. And then you, so let's see here. So you had basically the kind of the main event before the main event, but uh, so you had Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and Matt Riddle versus the Bloodline, Solos Co. and the Usos. <sighs> There's so many chinks in the armor of the Bloodline. It, I, they, what's yeah, stu- it, what's, what's, Jay give uh, Solo that slap to the chest to tag him back in. Oh, uh, God, I thought it was going to go down right there. I honestly like it's it's just like it's solo is 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 above the Usos at this point in the hierarchy of the bloodline. You know, and, and it's just like there's all these little things and then it's like they come back and we later say, Oh no, we're fine, we're fine. No, you're not. We watch the product. We have like memories and etched in our head of what happens in wrestling, and you can't fool me into Tada try to thwart me into a different path of thinking when I see the product and in and, and the repetition of WWE product and how the storylines work. Like, we're, we are smarter than you. You do what you told because and it happens over and over and over again. And we as the fans are like, yep, same shit as always, right? So, I mean, it's only a matter of time between Solo just, you know, gives a, a sideways thumb to... The Usos, specifically Jay. Pretty much, I think I think him and Jay are gonna they're gonna I, break I, out. I feel fight. like the bloodline is gonna break. I, you know, because realistically, the bloodline, as in Solo Sokoa and the Usos, is more entertaining than Roman. Mm-hmm. They show up every week. They're there putting in the putting in the matches, putting in the work, while Roman literally just the sits on his keister and does nothing. He just shows up once in a while. Like, he's the first one to, like, when shit gets real in the ring in, like, you know, an unscripted or a scripted moment or whatever, like, he's the first one out the ring with Paul Heyman and Solo. It has happened on, like, numerous occasions already. So, like, this isn't me, like, oh, this is kind of what I think. Like, no, this is what I see. You know, and I think that's the difference maker is that, you know, this podcast. This podcast specifically, like we're not running tape or reading, reading these these P you know PW insiders and Dave Meltzer's reviews. This is just us being fans and and seeing things play out the same way every damn time, every week, every yeah. month. And so you know, and like that's the kicker of it all is is like, 
you know, you're not fooling me. WWE does the same storylines, the same outcomes, time and time again. It's only a matter of time before, you know. Yeah, they keep doing the same shit yeah. over and I mean, over. It's, I, it gets stalled. You know, it was it was dull. like it was like the Royal Rumble. I wasn't surprised by the Royal Rumble. Not surprised one bit. One because Cody predicted, so we already knew what thirty what we already knew one spot was. We know it was gonna be the last one. So then when they're like, you know. 10, 9, you know, like, obviously we know Cody's number 30 because he didn't come in yet, so there's no surprise. So the first 29, you're like, all right, cool. So you already know who the last one is. So what's the, so there's no draw to it, like, oh, no, he's back. Well, obviously he's back because he told us he was going to be in it. Yeah, they should They should never said anything. Well, and the thing is, is but like, and like, and when they bring, when like, this, this Royal Rumble was honestly pretty blah, okay? Like, it was. We know who was going to win it, and he was the last person in, so like, you know, every every other person didn't matter. None of them mattered. Not a single one mattered because we know they weren't going to win. So it didn't matter what spot they fell out. It didn't matter. But at least uh, we know Gunter uh, beat the record of how long yeah. being in there. Well, that's the thing is, is that, dude, like, complete and utter 100% sincerity, like, respect for Gunther, okay? Like, Giovanni Vinci and, you know, Ludwig Kaiser, whatever, right? But, like, honestly... Gunther is a, he's a great wrestler. Like he's a, like he is professional. You know, he's got a slap that'll make your mama clap back. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, that slap, that backhand ain't no joke, dude. No. Like, dude, that's, he has like, he has the power of Big Show without the weight, dude. Yeah, when we went to uh, NXT stand and deliver when he was there, hearing dude, that in person. That. Holy shit. <laughs> Dude, you could feel that, okay? Like, everyone's chest hurt, like, instantly. I, I grabbed my chest. <laughs> like... Dude, I mean, I mean that that slap that and it's like a backhand too. It's not it's not the soft part of the inside of your hand. No, it's the backhand. Okay, yeah, where, the, where all the bones are. Yeah, okay, where your bones are like showing. this dude when he like and he swings it like nothing either, dude. He swings like he's swinging a freaking axe. Oh yeah, dude, that thing is insane. Like it's, that's like a legal weapon, dude. <laughs> his hands <laughs> probably are. They need to register his his freaking hand as a literally a weapon because. You know what? I want to see him get in a real fight in a bar, dude, and just freaking slap some dude. <laughs> like Slap him over just the fucking table. Like, oh, you I mean, just like, yeah, mess with him. Go for it. Come on, somebody. <laughs> somebody fight this guy. I'll give you a hundred bucks to go, go pick a fight with him. Right? Go spill your beer on him. See what happens. <laughs> like, go like, call him I, or go call him know, or like whatever like, whatever you know, country he's in, in in real life he's a really chill guy like we've seen him go you know come in, you know go into like different events and stuff like that he's a super chill guy but like get in the ring though like he means business okay like he's there to fuck someone up okay like he like let him get one of those slaps in dude because it was like because what was it wasn't that the, the match with Sheamus right dude Dude, they were both going back and forth, oh, they dude. Were slapping the dude, honestly, that other. was more of the match of the night than freaking the main event of WrestleMania. Like, oh yeah, like easily, honestly, one of the best matches of the weekend. You know, and that's a, that goes for the same thing as the um, as when it was when the Sheamus and him were battling at uh, at Clash of the Castle. Yeah. Same thing, <laughs> dude. That was a banger. Like that was probably like, the. Match of the year, dude. That easily was match of the year. If they didn't give it to him, I'm gonna go send him a trophy myself. Shit, I would. <laughs> send it to WWE headquarters. 
Oh, fuck that. I'll find their address and send it to them. Okay, that's creepy, Tim. I mean, there are public records, but that's creepy, Tim. Don't be a creep. We'll just send it to the office. Say attention, Gunther. And... Oh, I can always message them on Instagram or something like this. Say, hey, man, I got you a, a match of the I got year you trophy. a trophy, bro. Got you I a trophy. You a trophy, I... man. Man. Bro. Uh, bro. <laughs> Send right, one well, to Gunther. So... But here you go, Gunther. Yeah. I like the way they say his name. <laughs> yeah, I, I just like how Lud, Ludwig Kaiser just talks. You see the way he takes Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the ring general. The ring general. You, like, you see how Gunter. Like, you see like, the way, the way Gunter takes his jacket off, how he takes it off, and he grabs it and spins it around in his arm. <laughs> he does it really quick. He's like, <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I, I love, the, I just love the whole thing. It's just fun. They, they, but, uh, they are, they are a great trio. So back to, back to the task at hand, and you know, that's the shtick of like. I feel like anytime we talk about wrestling is like the proverbial rabbit trails of conversations because like we're trying to get through talking about things and it's like over here oh we gotta come back no 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 we gotta go this way no no like it's seriously man we're like a blind person in a maze um but anyways so final match of the night was cody rhodes and brock lesnar i i'm glad they finally show blood though that was a lot of blood oh yeah that was a lot That his ponytail was freaking red, dude. Like, dude, honestly, that's the that's the most blood I've seen in WWE in probably ten years. After uh, after Cody won, I like how they didn't even want to get in the ring with Lesnar, and Lesnar looked pissed, and they just fucking whipped him the towels and cleaned your face up. Yeah, no, that like yeah, because you showed like the after thing, and like people people were super like you know on their feet for him and everything, but it was just like man, that's the first time they've showed like some AEW level freaking blood in probably ten years. At least, yeah that 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 his face was just you couldn't even see his face anymore with how much blood. No, dude, that was insane. Um, it was but, just uh, a tiny little gash over his yeah, eye. Yeah, but like, well, that's the thing is that you always anticipate the, you know when someone releases the they take off the ring thing and they you know like how they played it off like oh he did an accident. Well, you, then somebody did a really bad job of tying that. You you see you see when he when he uh, gave him that German suplex, he took that that he, uh, Cody had the thing in his hand and threw it, and it went right in the audience. And then he had to go out there and get it from the uh, the audience, and everybody was just booing the person that was uh, t- uh, getting it back. I do. That's a souvenir, man. I'd be like, you don't nope, ask for the, you don't ask for the back. You don't, you don't ask for a bat back in baseball or a baseball back in baseball. You like. You know, they probably want to sold the thing for like twenty thousand dollars. Um but um but no, like I mean I wasn't really like that match was kinda eh. It ended in kind of an eh. So I feel like started I started out kinda eh. You know, I feel like they need to run that one back. Definitely. Because a roll up between two behemoths, that's that's like a D minus level finish to a match. I like how Cody walked when he, he powered he did the whole power walk type thing to the get the the ring steps <laughs> yeah i just uh, <laughs> i don't know man i i i think cody rolls gimmick can only go so far and mm. i think that if, if he like 
I mean, I get it. He he loves the fans and he wants to do what he do. But like, I feel like at the end of the day, like there needs to be some separation. Just because you know, okay, cool. You came in how you came in, and that's fantastic. I'm all for it. But like, you know, let's do something different. I mean, is you know, am I wrong? I mean, he's basically he's basically done the same gimmicks as he's got there, and I get it. He's a draw. He's he's developed a character, but like, you know, he's in matches. But it's like if you're not gonna put a belt on this guy, he's gonna leave. That's just my thought. Pretty much. Like, would I be far off to think that if they don't put a title on him, that he actually might leave, and he actually might prove Roman Reigns right? You know, in the sense of the fact that, you know, he was like, you know, you just go to a brand. If you don't get your way, then you just leave. I mean, because honestly, if they don't put a belt on him, you know, this, you know, the, the storyline will just keep dragging out and dragging out and dragging out and dragging out. And I like, I want to see the story get finished, but then it's like, when you finish the story, what is left? What is left for Cody Rhodes to do? Right. I mean, I mean, if, if he Retire. finishes, if you finish a race, I mean, you just go to the next race, and I get that. But like, this is wrestling. It's not. It's not like you. There's something else to pursue. So I, and honestly, like I said before, there. I don't. I don't think that, based on fan reaction or anything, or just even the things that we, you know, we've seen play out, is that they're not going to put the belt on Cody. No. It's going to be Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes at Night of Champions. That's just my guess. If it comes yeah, true. I, I could see that. If it comes true, high five for me. But, like, Seth Rollins is in, is in, that, is in that title match. 100%. Because... They should... And uh, the other thing, too, I would, I would not mind seeing Seth Rollins uh, versus uh, Finn Balor. I think those two fought each other for the, the Universal title and Finn won. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, I Finn Balor is obnoxious and played out, right? In my mind, Finn Balor, like, he comes out acting like he's hard. Who lost at WrestleMania? Finn Balor from the Judgment Day, right? Jamie Priest wasn't even in the wasn't even in a match. Dominic Mysterio lost at WrestleMania. You can't talk about being a dominant thing on Raw or SmackDown, and y'all ain't one shit. The only person at WrestleMania out of Judgment Day 1 was Rhea. Yeah. And so it's like, you like you can't talk about these dominant factions. Oh, the Judgment Day runs this. Do they, though? Because they lose. And the only way they win is to cheat. You're not, you know, and I get it. That's the Eddie, that's the Eddie Guerrero mantra, lie, cheat, or steal. But like, but you, but like, you guys aren't dominant. You don't scare me, especially Dominic. His mic skills are terrible. His wrestling moves, again, are like a a starter per, a starter basic player in WWE wrestling career mode. Okay, he doesn't like in, been, been tossed together with a with a six one nine. He doesn't even have a finisher. His finisher is a frog splash. Yeah, it's a frog splash. Like He's if, if, to do if the that's eddies. it, that's it. They do them like. That's the best part of a basic move set, you know? Because honestly, obviously, Rey Mysterio is small, so obviously his move sets are different. Like, right? 619 followed by a 
whatever he like sits him on him and then he yeah, does yeah, he he uh does the 619 climbs the ring pulse and pretty much does a poly flop type style well he does i know what i'm saying but he does the whole uh like sit up whatever thing like he jumps off the like at the side ropes oh and then yeah. does a little thing on the belly and then he does whatever but either way like again like but those his wrestling his wrestling set is from like years ago you know, because even Rey Mysterio doesn't have that much move set. No. His move sets, I mean, he slides underneath the rope to flop on him. He does the 619. Honestly, like, you know, you could retire his move set, okay? Like, you know, and Dominic, Dominic is just a wannabe. He's just that one wrestler on a WWE 2K game that you pretty much just use to beat the living crap out of just to test out your moves. No, because he doesn't have to, he, the only thing that he's created, which is only because he's, you know, Ray's son, is this this so much hatred for him? Yeah, because he he acts like he's a badass and he's freaking not like by any stretch. You know, so like like that's the that's my thing that like you portray this character that like no one's fooled by it. No one's fooled by your character. You 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 put you know you put that tear up in your eye until you get someone who actually has a real one. And de- deals with you, <laughs> you know. But like, I digress, you know. But uh, <laughs> you know. So we, you know, I will say, you know, so we'll see you guys in two weeks. I guess we'll see you hear from us. But uh, you know, like a long lost ex girlfriend. But um, <laughs> so but no. So we'll you know we'll see how the you know two the two weeks go of, you know, the new rosters, the new NXT talent push up. You know, and we will, you know, we'll we'll see and we'll basically kind of, I guess we can kind of grade, you know, you know, the, you know, the different matchups that they start with, um, with the and NXT storylines and stuff. So, you know, we will see you in a couple weeks. Again, I don't know why I keep saying see you when <laughs> it's, we're just a voice. I mean, you'll hear me in two weeks, but, um, you know, I, I appreciate anybody who is listening so, you know, thank you. We are just a bunch of average Joes, but we are wrestling fans hardcore. So, you know, if uh, if you get anything from us, it's just the perspective you have, too. We're just talking about it on podcasts. We're so. just like you guys that puts money in those seats for those superstars. All right. Well, you guys have a good day or night, depending on when you're listening to this. We will see you. Oh, I can see and see you. You'll we'll hear from us. You'll hear us again in two weeks. All right, peace. Have a good night.